Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is a HeadGum Podcast. WHM Mailbag, everybody. I am Andrew Jupiter alongside Stephen Zadak, Eric Siska, and Christopher Cabin. We are here working out, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, yes, we are yeah. not. Well, if you, if you, if you watch, the, you know, this is audio and video. If you go to YouTube.com slash We Ate Movies, you can see me uh-huh. working out right now. Oh, got that nice 40 of I'm, Coors uh, Light. I'm drinking <laughs> at the podcast. I'm uh, drinking at the... <laughs> <laughs> drinking at the gym. That's <laughs> terrific. Uh, no, we're here to read letters, right? We yeah, are. Yeah, it's yeah. the mailbag. Before we get started, I just oh, want to say. breaking news. Oh, uh, just bit. because I, I started last night to pack, because we've got a tour coming up, and I packed months in advance. <laughs> I what? Jesus months Christ. in advance. Uh-huh. You know what? He's he's joking, but it's also like totally true at the Absolutely. same time. I can see you trying to figure <laughs> out t-shirts already. Well, I'm already like talking about the airport. Like, well, if I get there at, uh, when I get there at 8, for the 12 o'clock flight. Uh, yeah, if I get there, uh, what is that, uh, four months in advance? <laughs> now, where is the best breakfast sandwich in that area? Got to factor so, that you, in. You're going to start living in, in there like the terminal with, exactly. with Thomas Hanks. Oh, no, God. no, I wait for flight in June. Oh. It's me, I wait for flight in June. I eat ketchup packet diet until the show. Uh, no, we are going on tour. Of course, every year we're on tour, by the way. But yeah. the, the 2020 tour is starting this summer. This June is kicking everything off. Absolutely. Uh, doing sort of like the middle of the country, man. I'm digging yes. it. Yeah. A lot of good food. The a sp- lot of good alcohol. The spine of the country. We're going to be uh, <laughs> in Detroit, Michigan on June 6th doing RoboCop 3. RoboCop yeah. 3. Sure. Uh, and then June 7th, we're going to go to uh, Cleveland, Ohio, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warrior. Uh, starring Larry Fishburne, which I'm very excited about. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Almost a WLM. It's Pretty like damn close. close. I mean, it's oh, fine. It's out of the Fredericks. Dude, fucking what's like the best. Oh, out of the Fredericks. Yes. The yeah. first, but the second and the third are like the best ones. John Saxon is murdered by a skeleton in this movie, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> fucking come on. I, I far prefer Fredericks of Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you would. And then we're taking two days off. We're taking two days off. Because then it's on 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 <laughs> June 9th, we're gonna be taken in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, a lot of people get kidnapped in that town. I bet. Huh? <laughs> I guess. Oh, I well, don't know. So Cleveland is the seventh, and then that's the ninth. Yes. So and we're taking one day off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a travel day. Counting uh, skills need not apply. <laughs> 
and then next week, the next week on six fifteen, we'll be at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North, North Carolina, doing Under Siege, Chris Cabot's favorite movie. It is my yeah. favorite movie, uh, dude. All I'm saying is Tommy Lee Jones wears a bandana and plays an electric guitar. We're in for a good and time. And that leather jacket. Yes, dude, it's oh. fucking boss as hell. Uh, then the Orange <laughs> Peel uh, in Asheville, North Carolina, one um, of my favorite fucking towns. On Just six, got thrown out there. Six sixteen, we're doing Junior, pregnant. That that will I will say very easily will be the grossest show of the tour. And, so if and, that's what you're yeah. into, that's that, where you want to go. That's the one you don't want to be in the splash zone for, Steve Splash yeah, Zone. Just that's right. that that Steve one's gonna be is gonna give birth on stage. <laughs> yes. But that's exactly why I'm super stoked my in-laws are coming to the show the night before. <laughs> that's the one. Because they won't have to hear us talk about a fucking Terminator's water breaking, which I know is going to happen. Yeah, we already really. did it practically. Uh <laughs> And then we're ending this tour, this leg of the tour. Who knows what's going to happen after this? I don't know. But on June 17th, we'll be in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm super stoked to go to Nashville. Fuck, that's going to be awesome, Do you talk about Footloose on June 17th Yeah, in let's Nashville. hear it for the boy. <laughs> it's a good song. What, guys? It's a fantastic song. It's a great soundtrack, period. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and it's just dancing that's banned. Remember, everybody. <laughs> that's right. So music is okay. Yes. Totally fine. But Especially church dancing. music. But dancing's. What about sugary drinks? We got a band, sugary drinks. Boo Boo Blomberg. <laughs> I'm a tiny guy. bear that wants to tell you how to live your life. Kill it. You're pregnant. Kill it. <laughs> For more of that, look at our uh, our animation damnation on Yogi's Gang that came out last month in Feb. Well, this month in February. Yeah. yeah or yeah. look at the uh, crumbling state of uh, American politics. <laughs> now. What is not crumbling is sure. the amount of letters we have to get through. So let's start chipping away at that. Steve Sadak. Okay. Kick us uh, off. We are going to do bathroom follies. All right. Mm. Speaking of wheelhouses. Wait, did this person see me today in the restroom? <laughs> no, but the person I work with sure did watch me print this out four times. Oh, really? man. They saw per, uh, bathroom follies? Well, like she had like this huge status report. And I'm like, excuse me, those are my bathroom follies over there, <laughs> if you don't mind. Uh, you have TPS reports. I'm just having some you TP reports. Done that Edward Norton thing in Fight Club, where it's like, why don't you just don't bring me every piece of trash you find? <laughs> it's a uh, it's a collection of short stories. Uh, it's supposed to be great. Uh, dear WHM gang, that's uh, us. First time writer, but I have li been listening to your show for about two years now, uh, and I would just like to share with you a bizarre story that happened to me around four years ago. Love so it. That's two stories years from the past. That's two years before she started listening. Right. Which is two years ago. Got it. Right. We got the timeline? Wait, okay, so we're taking how many travel days? <laughs> Dude, this is like a 20, Christopher Nolan movie, man. 2016. <laughs> Everybody are, get it together. There are three... Shut up, you fucking genius. Uh, four minus 20. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's, it could have been... All right. Uh, 20 minus four, by the way. I take back that genius comment. Please continue. So I am going to the bathroom uh, at, a, at this tiny little place where they're... Uh, sorry, take that again. So I'm uh, going to the bathroom at this tiny little place where it had one stall and one urinal. So I go in, and to my surprise, there is a big, there is this big crap in the urinal, <laughs> oh. and there was this guy in, already in the stall, and you have no idea what my ten year old mind was well, thinking. So this someone... guy's fourteen. This person's fourteen. That means 
Yeah, I guess so. You shouldn't be fucking. Oh yeah, hold on. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, the timelines are getting all mixed. (laughs) All right. Wait a second. How old is this person? This is awesome. This is not consistent. Well, I don't know. This is this is a weird legal grounds now (laughs) because now we have a minor telling us about how someone took a shit in the urinal. Witnessing shits. Well, how is that against the law? (laughs) I I don't. I have no idea, dude. I mean, I I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to tell this to a cop though. (laughs) (laughs) That you Uh, read something. Yes. So I go in into my surprise. There's this big crap in the urinal and there was this guy in the stall and I had no idea what my 10 year old mind was thinking but I stayed in the bathroom while the guy was tough sentence because I guess this person is 14 years old <laughs> um, and we are what in our 30s trying we also don't know how to read no that's, that's also, also true. let's give them credit. uh I don't want to say screaming but oh I, while this guy was there's a period there for no reason yeah I don't want to say screaming, but I could tell he was in pain. So this guy is in the bathroom. Going, right. Ah! Yeah, really having a hard go of it. Oh, wow. This is the meet and greet, by the way. <laughs> Other side of the concrete mixer. That is always. <laughs> oh, my <fucking> God. <laughs> we is... haven't been on the air for 10 minutes, and I am already disgusted with everyone in this Whenever room. that happens to me, when I'm in the to- Where, toilet. What's happening to you? When I'm in the bathroom, and yeah. you're in a big bathroom, and you hear somebody else going, he. Oh, yeah. With just... the struggle. Dude, I openly laugh. I can't. It's I'm hard. openly laughing. I, it's hard, man. Uh, so when he finishes, he full on runs out of the room, and oh. I look at the stall to see the an image that I can never unsee. There was this massive crap that was that was like thick and so long that it was hanging out of the bowl, and it was thick. This is actually good, by the way. This is it's good that he got this out. And We're hanging out of the bowl. <laughs> There <laughs> was this person sitting on the toilet properly. He had it in the air for a little bit. God. At the end, there it was <laughs> last hanging. detachment. It was like fucking Tom Cruise in a Mission Impossible movie, just fucking hanging out of his asshole for a second. Uh, and it was hanging. It was it was kind of holding itself up. <laughs> and then my dad came into the bedroom restroom, and he was like. Did you do this? Oh, no. <laughs> and I just kind of run out and get in the car. No other words we were spoken between the two of us. And my dad, uh, between me, myself and my dad, for the rest of the four-hour drive. I've had a lot of long, awkward <sighs> car rides with my father, but it never was shit-related. Did anyone ever get yelled at for a, a shit they... Wrong, wrongfully accused for a shit. Oh, oh, like this situation? <sighs> yeah. No. I always, well, first of all, I always own up to my shits. Right. I have a perfect record of right. owning up to my shits. Yes. So if I tell you I didn't take that shit, I didn't take that shit. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I do remember a story of my dad going to the bathroom, leaving the bathroom, and then my mom going <laughs> in afterwards and saying, Oh, something's not right. <laughs> this is bad. Something. What did we eat yesterday? Is the sewage backing up? <laughs> it's coming out through the bowl. I oh, no, will say that I once I I lied about a shit, and um, my story was so spotty that nobody really ever believed it, but nobody pushed me too hard. Did you claim that Hollywood legend James Stewart uh, used the bathroom <laughs> before you? Oh gosh, a big old a big old steamer in your bathroom. There. Oh my goodness, part of it was hanging off the bowl somehow. Well, my feces is in here. It's at Mary's house and Ted's house. <laughs> Sucked like molasses. Wait, so was this at home? 
So the story is, uh-huh. uh, seventh grade. I knew someone would have one. My body is changing, uh-huh. uh, and that's no no excuse for anything. I was going to say, it doesn't really affect your shitting. Uh, but I shit my pants on the way home from school. Uh-huh. And you said, no, I didn't. Yes, basically, because well, I, I have school pants. I went to a Catholic school. Right. So and I, I just think I can make it. You know, it's, it's your classic, anytime you shit your pants, anytime past the age of three, it's like... I think I can make it. You know You're what I mean? Fast it's, and loose with the devil, dude. Exactly. It's like I bet you were happy they changed from white linen pants that day. <laughs> it was slate gray pants. Uh-huh. Oh, that could still look like you yeah. sat in pudding. They, they smell. They smell like shit from the factory, guys. It's brand new. It just smells like shit from the factory. But um, school pants, and I'm just oh, get, get, get. I see my apartment building <laughs> down in the distance, and it happens, uh-huh. and I'm like, fuck. These are my only pair of school pants. What the <sighs> fuck. Blah blah blah. I'm not going to wash these. I'm not going to make my mother wash these. I don't want anyone to know. I'm humiliated. Yeah. Good thing I'm, ju- I'm humiliated, so I'm just telling you guys. Um, <laughs> in this room here with this, these cameras. Mm-hmm. And I go home, and we. I lived in an apartment building that had an incinerator, which is the best... <laughs> Destroyer of evidence that ever existed. Dude, this new building now has one that I'm living in. Yes. Really? Loving it. I Love miss the incinerating shoot. stuff. Dude, late night Taco Bell, no one's the wiser. <laughs> <laughs> that dead body, no one's the wiser. I'll, t- I'll tell you what the problem with this is, Steve. I'm going to tell you right now. Because oh, you have go. caused a monster who shits all over everybody in their dreams <laughs> to happen <laughs> after <laughs> this. <laughs> Uh, they won't. Shitty I Kruger, can't go dude. back unless they remember me. <laughs> it's me, Shitty Kruger. You gotta fall asleep on the toilet. <laughs> no, no, no. There. He's shitting on us in the real world. <laughs> I killed Elvis. <laughs> so I make it home. I dispose of both my pants in and my the underwear. Incinerator. The, in the incinerator. And Did I you put have it, a towel on. I put it, I put it in the plastic. No, I changed. Oh, I showered okay. the whole kind of sure. Put in a plastic bag. Or, uh, sweatpants. What are you wearing? I, I was seven. <laughs> I was in the seventh grade. So you definitely don't want to hear what I was wearing. So I throw them away. And then my mom's like, well, you know, I, I say, I say like, oh, mom, you're never gonna believe what happened to me today. She's like, oh, what? Here it comes because I mean, school pants are expensive. We didn't have a lot my of money. My pants got like, stolen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, you know, I was walking near that chain link fence near school. And it caught onto the bottom of my pants, and it <laughs> tore all the way up the leg. And she's like, "Well, where are they? What, what, I could probably fix." It. I was like, "Oh no, you couldn't have fixed these. I threw them in the incinerator. I, just, <laughs> there's just no way you could have ever fixed these." And she's like, "Why did you throw them in? I could have." I was like, "No, look, the way these things look." She's like, well, "How, lady? <laughs> I have seen shredded pants." <laughs> Steven, have you shat your pants? <laughs> no, 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 no. Is that what happened here? Tell me. I turned into the Incredible Hulk is what happened. And you know how that guy's pants look afterwards. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's what happened to the underwear, too. The underwear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the underwear, that was easier to hide. They never really addressed that on that show, huh? No, they don't. Uh, so I'm sorry. Anyways, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the story. Uh, BTW, I'm a younger listener, and I have helped uh, you guys out by getting 30 of my friends to listen yes. to a bunch of high and or drunk adult men talking about movies. Thanks uh, for the crazy laughs, Carrie. Well, thank you, Carrie, yes, and thank so. you for making your friends hip to the show. And uh, yeah, drunk and high gentlemen right. talking about movies depends yeah. on the week. <laughs> also, get your par- parents' approval. We're on the level. Mm-hmm. Legal enterprise. 
And certainly don't... Um, not uh, for adults. Eric, parental guidance. Eric always thinks the cop's on the other side of the door. <laughs> well, somebody, are, dude. Every they time. are. Somebody, uh, I think, DM'd me or whatever uh, the other day. It was like, your Cleveland show is 21 and older? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, wait, you're younger than 21? Dude, did you turn to sand immediately? <laughs> I pretty much did. That person shouldn't email us either. Yes, exactly. Nobody no. under 21 25 emails. plus. It's like renting a car. <laughs> hey, and by the way, your beef is with the venue, friend. We have yeah, yeah. no control over I that wish, stuff. I wish I will have all the children come to my shows and hang That's out with weird. me afterwards. Yeah, don't, don't be saying fuck? things. Just come on over to my hotel and we'll hang out. Being... We'll talk about it. He's like the Pied Piper of uh, forever. You know. <laughs> this is video. It's forever. <laughs> video. That's video. That's that's internet. Oh, no, video. sorry. No, no. I, I, that was a mistake. Uh, my, my sentence got caught on the fence, you see. Uh-huh. <laughs> And it was a razor wire fence. No, 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 no. That sentence was ruined. I had to incinerate it. <laughs> Eric Siska, let's uh, keep it going here. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Are we skipping around? Yeah. This it was is one I wanted specific for Eric. I see. At the direction the of Christopher Cabin. Cross of Iron. Howdy, guys. I'm a newish fan that discovered your podcast when looking for stuff to listen to. Well, howdy. Very cool. When driving out to Colorado for legal weed, even nicer, by the way, that's the way to do it, legally. And by the way, Denver folk who were bumming about the tour lineup, you, you never say never. Yeah. And also, we don't really have control over that stuff. Yeah. Have someone do it for us. It's, I'm just saying. Yes, it's kind of out of our hands a little bit, but... We don't hate we you. We love you. And we want we're, to go. We're going to get there someday. I, I mean, listen to what I've been talking about for the last <laughs> 10 years. We'll I, get there. Yeah, I like mountains. You're looking at the world's number one Johnny Denver fan right here. <laughs> I like Nikola Jokic. I do. I love fucking plane crashes, Chris. <laughs> I just love Rocky Mountain Highs, man. <laughs> it's a good tune. Uh, so I've been keeping up with new episodes and listening to old episodes ever since I think I, I have a movie-related story I think you might like. Sick. Uh, Lay it on us. In 1977, when I was 11. So look at this. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. The, Look at this. The age ranges. This Look is what this. I love about the this. We Hate Movies <laughs> fandom. Yes. It's amazing. All ages, man. We're like the fucking circus, dude. <laughs> Appropriate for anybody. <laughs> Asshole Stepfather in 1977 when we were 11. Is this written by Stephen King? Yes. Okay. <laughs> My asshole stepfather decided to toughen me up by taking me out to see Sam Peckinpah's Cross of Iron. Honestly, good move, Very stepfather. Good movie. And it's a good movie. Good movie. Never good seen move. it. Toughen up. You got to toughen up. Yep. Oh, yeah, an eleven-year-old. Mo- yeah, that's definitely. A good oh, these millennials I, need I, to toughen I, up. I, you know, <laughs> when I was eleven, I I saw Pulp Fiction in the theater. Uh-huh. Before that, I saw Terminator Two. And Let's everything's turned out fine yeah. since then. Uh, hey, you know, <laughs> I, somehow I made this work. Apropos of Steve's comment, man, you know who's never paid nine dollars for a cup of coffee? Mm-hmm. Sam Peckinpah, because he's been dead for thirty <laughs> years. True. This is very true. <laughs> I won't go into the experience in detail, but uh, suffice to say that I was not mentally ready for Peckinpah's Nazis versus commie slow motion bloodbath. I was so in tears and shaking in terror throughout the movie. Fortunately, he is now my ex-stepfather and has been for decades. I, I left his ass. I think I think when you're an ex-stepfather that, that was an asshole, you just get downgraded to asshole. Well, the thing about why he's the ex-stepfather, though, what they're not mentioning here, and it's fine because it's their email and they can write whatever they want, but it was after that crazy winter they spent in that hotel oh, in Colorado. Of yeah, yeah. And the boiler exploded. <laughs> you go out there for legal weed and suddenly... <laughs> So years later, at some point in my 20s, the early 90s, I decided to give Cross of Iron another look because I've been getting into the into film and discovered that I like a lot of Peck and Paw's work. 
I found a copy at our local mom and pop video store. But when I when I started watching it, I discovered that the battle scenes were murky and garbled, and any scene that had tanks in it were completely fuzzed out. It dawned on me that someone must be renting and re-renting this tape and watching the battle scenes multiple times like it was a porno or something. Ish. Ew, America, ew. <laughs> I would like to think that whoever wore that tape out was making, uh, was into making a little World War II dioramas or something, but it, and was using the film as research. But my wife thinks he was straight up jacking it to tape <laughs> shit. I like your wife. Actually, like, listen. He was straight up jacking into that shit. Okay. You know, honey, I think he was straight up jacking into tank shit. <laughs> yeah. Cut it with that Honestly, diorama stuff. And this might appeal to Steven Seda, kind Couple of a tenden- tangentially related type of thing. Uh-huh. Um, I remember when I was young on the internet in the 90s. Sure. When, you, you're when reading, I was young on the internet. <laughs> reading like bulletin boards. Sure. Like hosted by AOL or whatever other networks. Yeah. And there was one guy expounding in detail about his sexual predilections. Attra- yeah, mm-hmm. towards trains. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, how he wants to have sex with inanimate objects and stuff. And I was a young kid going, "Go on." What? Is, what, is, what is, wait, what is all this? About? What a weird thing to pop up on this Star Wars message board. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I do it with the starships too. I, I don't want to limit. It reminds me of one of my favorite specials of all time, Married to the Eiffel Tower, which yes. I've shown so separately. I married the Eiffel Tower. I married Tower? to the Eiffel Tower. We gotta I get titles right so people can look this up later. It's probably on YouTube. It's your classic BBC. It's the only place it exists. These people have a weird predilection. Let's watch them for 45 minutes. Oh yeah. Uh but actually there's a, a, an addendum, this extreme love show that I'm watching on Wii TV. They have <laughs> the yet if you lead, I love it. Yet another one of these. Uh, it's an what's it, what objective sexual they call them because they're they're uh, attracted to objects. This woman was so in love with planes that she went to she got hooked up with some like plane depot and like this guy was just welcome like, to plane depot. <laughs> This guy, <laughs> these two guys, like, had, I mean, it was obviously done by the TV network, and they were, like, they set up where she could get on the plane and, like, look around and do stuff, and one guy Masturbate was Masturbate feverishly. Uh-huh. One guy was just like, well, that's what everybody, people are into, and the other guy could not stop laughing at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, he just was like, he was like, yeah, you know, it's just, he was, like, trying to be, like, compassionate. He was like, hey, man, whatever, whatever's whatever. Have you seen the sequel to that? What's that? Uh, I divorced the Lusitania. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, so is like the footage of the Hindenburg like a snuff film for this? <laughs> oh yeah, that's oh, too, too, too hot. Yeah, turn it off. Oh, turn it off. Oh, I'm into taboos now. It's the only way I can shoot is watch the Hindenburg explode. <laughs> Man, so, what a sexual predicament I find myself in. So I believe someone could be attracted to tanks. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So I uh, I can only masturbate in the on the bike that James Dean died in. <laughs> By the way, it was what, a car. Was it a car or yeah. a bike? I always get that confused. It was a car. It was, it was a car. A, yeah, yeah. Bicycle accident? <laughs> no, bike. Uh, uh, Bob Dylan died. Uh, Bob not, Dylan's dead. No, Bob Dylan got into a crash on a motorcycle. Yes, Bob yeah, Dylan yeah. did have a famous motorcycle accident, yeah, yeah, as did does. other people. Like I'm a Busey. ghost. I've been a ghost for 40 years. <laughs> I mean, he has. <laughs> yeah, no, that motherfucker, uh, that motherfucker burned up good in a car. Yeah, that's right. I'm Bob Dylan. Uh, <laughs> here to play some songs for you tonight. 
I wanna... Forever, yeah. Oh, shit, I'm attracted to my motorcycle. Oh, shit, I'm crashing. May oh. you stay forever, yeah. And, and I'm not there, but Gary Busey plays all the different versions. <laughs> shit. Yes. Now I'm a gospel preacher. Now I'm going electric. Now I'm just a weird English wannabe. I'm in the West for some reason. Yeah, I'm a cowboy. Fucking Donovan, man. <laughs> Who the fuck is Donovan? Who the fuck? Fucking folk festival. Season uh, of the witch. Season of the get off my dick. <laughs> Whatever the answer may be, I am done with Cross of Iron. <laughs> Apparently the only asshole, only assholes and creeps are drawn to it. Fine. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wh- fine. And whatever. Uh, James Coburn, right? Yeah. Very good. Famously fucked a tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the film, Cross of Iron. And Maximilian Schnell, is that correct? I want it. Mm, I don't know, but I remember Coburn for sure. I might be. Th- I might be confusing that. With I'm the confusing Blue Max. my Peck and Paws though. Which is? The, I thought this was the one with uh, no, because that's a western. What's the movie with uh, Vincent Price? It's like early. Peck oh, and Paw. that's like the Baron of Arizona. Yes, oh, which yeah, is yeah, actually yeah, yeah. great movie. Very good movie. Great movie. This is. Um, this is. Peck and Paul doing a film on the German-Russian front of World War II, yeah. which is kind of a thing that's not explored much in film. Yeah, which is why I actually like it, and I also like um, the Keep. Yeah, uh, Michael Mann's The Keep also is that front. It's not Dude, a that's... theater that's explored <laughs> much. Although there's some bad ones like Enemies at the Gates. Right, but I'm, here's a good one: Come and See. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, from yeah. like '85. I just rewatched it. Film Forms doing a run of it right now. It's Fucking intense as hell. It's a great movie, though. Anywho, says Chris in Kansas City. Thank you, sir. Wait, no, he's got a. Oh, I thought it was over with. I'm sorry. (laughs) It should be over with, but apparently he goes on. Uh, (laughs) It is forever tainted by the double association with the with my asshole stepfather and this mysterious <laughs> midwestern panzer jacker that's fucking great <laughs> are, are there any films that are entirely ruined for you by being associated with assholes and or creeps the entire star wars saga <laughs> oh no that's just me answering <laughs> thanks for your good work keep it up chris in kansas city thank you chris <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I mean, Star Wars is getting there for me. It's not ruined yet, but I mean, like, just like you can't shit or get off the pot, or can't even just relax and enjoy a Star, or even yeah. relax and hate a Star Wars movie yeah. either. That's why I'm glad there's just like a break now yes. of everything yeah. that I, I, at least shit that I pay attention to. I know TV. that the, the new cartoon started again yeah. on yeah, Disney good, Plus. Good to get it all pent up so it can burst forth the next <laughs> time it happens. Uh, but, like, shit that's ruined for you because of, like, your experience of watching it, I guess, is the idea. Well, I mean, like, one thing, I mean, it's different, but it's, like, um, I really, really love The Big Lebowski, but it's kind of one of those things that I love a little less just because of the culture around it. See, I'm able to ignore it, but I see what you're saying. And as a matter of fact, that time you and I saw it at Film Forum yes. is the only time I've seen it publicly. Yes. I've even played it at the Burns. Like, I've scheduled it. And refused to go. Yeah. Because I was so paranoid about people ruining it for me. Exactly. That I've only watched it at home, except that one time, and it was like, fine. There was somebody quoting back a little bit. A little bit. Not we're in the movie theater. Thankfully, we got really stoned outside beforehand, so it was totally fine. I went to see The Exorcist in a, a, a theater when I was young, and the person behind me was doing the entire prayer he does at the end. Oh, that's creepy and as fuck. And I was fuck. like, I don't want to be here anymore. Can I go away now? Yikes, dude. Yeah. That's all I remember pretty. Yeah. There's always going to be assholes that ruin movies for it's you. It's true. 
And you should give movies a second chance because they yes. are kind of like this stagnant object and you change. It yes. doesn't. So true, your Eric. appreciation of it could change over the years, even if assholes have tainted it. Go back to Cross of Iron eventually. <laughs> well, now that with the, well, with the DVDs and the Blu-rays, you can't yeah. really wear out a, a scene anymore. You can secretly watch a scene multiple times and no one will know. It's a life hack. There's right just there. like a lot of skips on that. <laughs> oh no, mom! That VHS tape got caught on the chain link fence. <laughs> Ripped right up the half. That's why it's all fuzzy during those scenes. That's why the tracking goes crazy. Uh, all, right. all right. So what are we going backwards now? Yeah, I'm just. I got it. Uh, Speaking and, of Christopher Nolan, <laughs> an innocent trip to the theater. Hey, duders. Okay. Uh, February and Valentine's Day had me remembering what was quite possibly the least romantic cinema-going experiences I've ever had. I had one of those Valentine's Day screenings one time. Mm. Went with uh, on Valentine's Day with two other friends. Um, Hot. Yeah, right? Uh, to see the first Daredevil movie. Uh-huh. I guess the only Daredevil movie. Um, and also had a massive ear infection. <laughs> All on Valentine's Day. I remember that day because I was smoking a blunt by myself while you guys were doing that. Well, why didn't you come with us to see Daredevil? I think I had already seen it the weekend before. Then why didn't I stick behind and smoke the blunt? (laughs) What the hell was going on? (laughs) You were busy being angry, in pain, and horny. (laughs) (laughs) Story of my life, dude. Uh, In 2006, a girl I had a crush on but was too much much of an awkward nerd to ask out. Been there. Asked yep. if I was interested in seeing the, uh, this film with her. Uh, I couldn't believe my luck and said yes without a second thought or even really taking in what the film was. Who cared? We were going on a date. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, jump forward to the day and things go immediately south when my date, quote unquote, uh, boy, that got bitter, uh, <laughs> turned up with another friend as well. Oh, that does that, guess what? Not a date now. Officially that not a date. Rotten. Could that's why a- they. That's why you didn't. That's why you didn't bring you to Daredevil because then it wouldn't be a date. Exactly. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> We've been a friend for noon. It would have been friend for <laughs> yeah. noon. Uh, jump. Uh, b- 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 bummer. But oh well. At least we'll spend time together, right? Man, that's, uh, the, that's the lie you keep telling yourself. You friend. also know where you're going. It's a theater where you're not supposed to talk. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Well, afterwards, well, you know, spending like, time with her right now. Young, in the dark. you can just smell her hair when she's. <laughs> that's what the young movie. love is. It's like, well, I'm gonna ruin it if I say something. So we'll see a movie, and I just won't say anything. And it's sort of like we had an experience, but not really. Uh, oh, I'm scared. It's not a horror movie. <laughs> uh, uh, do you want popcorn? Yeah, we talked. We talked a little bit before the movie. It was cool. Uh, Then we actually settled in to watch the film, about which I still knew nothing. So imagine my surprise when the film opens almost immediately. We are watching a man. Ah, yes, it was this movie. I was hoping it was. Jacking off and ejaculating unsimulated into his own mouth. You're accidentally watching short bus. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out I had agreed to come and watch the erotic comedy drama Short Bus, (laughs) featuring a diverse array of explicit unsimulated sex sure does i mean this is laying the ground for an orgy though if you're really saying i mean mean, it's not like she she brought you to see avengers we're like oh great that's a big fucking green guy no this yeah yeah, there's some sex going on that friend is now in play by the way exactly you got a twofer that's the message i'd really be curious to know 
like how far after the release of Short Bus they're seeing it because like wildfire when that yeah. movie came out it circulated very quickly like yeah this dude comes in his own mouth and I was like <laughs> I'm so there for this movie. <laughs> uh, the next hour and a half were excruciatingly uncomfortable as I sat next to my date again in the quotes uh, and a complete stranger watching people bone down. My British awkwardness rising with every penis and or vagina on screen. You see, you're not ready for sex because you say penis and vagina like that. But also, is your British awkwardness your actual penis? Is that what's rising every time? <laughs> oh no, my British awkwardness is at it again. Well, mother, I was wondering if you would polish my British awkwardness. Oh, it appears my Did, British awkwardness is caught in the door. His penis has a ball cut like Hugh Grant in the 90s. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, hi. It's all, oh, my British awkwardness. These, Hello. Oh. these jeans are too tight for my British awkwardness. <laughs> no, hey. I mustn't stand up. My British awkwardness is at attention. British people get that going around over there. Mm -hmm. I think that's a classic <laughs> slang term you guys could adopt. As a result, I don't remember much else about the afternoon, to be honest, but it all worked out well in the end. 13 years later, and we're both happily married to other people. <laughs> Excellent use of ellipses, friend. Uh, we remain good friends and have gone to the cinema together with much more successful revolt, uh, results uh, since then, such as a big screen release of Blade Runner. It's crazy in Blade Runner when uh, Harrison Ford comes in his own mouth. <laughs> That's how you know he's a robot at the end of it, by the way. He like, doesn't taste like cub. <laughs> we only went to one other movie together. It was Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> Well, this is actually interesting that they remained friends yeah. and still go to the movies together. Movie buds. It's like it's like ejaculating in your mouth in the rain. All right. Yeah, how do you First take of that all, as a sign? I'm fellas, sorry. fellas, we just got an email from a fucking fourteen year old. Yeah. They're learning. They're learning along no. with us. Uh, Please do not learn. Change the channel. What? Dude, they're not teaching sex ed in their school, yeah. so we got to do it for them, man. <laughs> okay, you can't get pregnant by that, by the way. <laughs> what else? What other life skills can we Eric, it takes on? a village, okay? All right. Protected, uh, protected. What's, what's the most uncomfortable or awkward situation you've ever had at the movies? Thanks for all the laughs. Matt from Dorset, UK. Well, Matt, I saw Freddie got fingered on a date. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that'll do it, and, dude. And uh, let's just say that elephant cummed, and I did not. <laughs> hey -oh. Remember that elephant? Remember that elephant, folks? <laughs> that <laughs> elephant. Now, now, Rip Torn grabs an elephant's penis, and it starts to jack. I think that happens in that movie. I haven't seen this since the theater. Yeah, he he, he been jerks a while. off an elephant to completion. Rip Torn doesn't. Tom Green does. All right. Well, I maybe so, I just wish it was Rip Torn. He w uh, that movie was Rip Torn, but you weren't. It's kind of the same joke, but worse. What's happening? Yeah, sure. <laughs> what, I didn't I understand just, it. Did I just yeah. disassociate? I think I think he's talking about like really getting in there. Okay. Oh, Rip Torn, man. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Starting up a fist party again. <laughs> oh, Lord, <laughs> we don't say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we talked about this, Chris. We don't say that anymore. Most uncomfortable or awkward I've ever felt screening uh, right a movie. now. No screening. Oh a movie. no! I just uh, feel like right now is the most awkward <laughs> sure. and uncomfortable. I've oh, I see. Um, shit. I don't know. I mean, uncomfortable, not due to the movie's content, but yeah. When the New York Film Festival played, um, oh lordy, now the uh, the P.T. Anderson movie. Uh, where Joaquin's the detective. Inherent Vice. 
Inherent Vice, movie. we were stuck outside like waiting online to get into the screening and it poured and I was like soaking wet without an umbrella. And that whole movie, I was just like completely wet just watching like this three hour fucking movie. Yeah, you know what, that, that sucked. I was physically uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like whatever I would say, I would have already said before, probably. Yeah. I got nothing new happening. I was, on, I was the third wheel on a date to Picture Perfect. <laughs> the Jay Moore, Jennifer Aniston vehicle that ah. nobody has seen. Yeah, that sucks. That Kevin, sucks. You know what? That was embarrassing and uncomfortable for the stars in the movie <laughs> that only Why? you saw this. Excuse me, sir. Why are you here? <laughs> I was fucking uncomfortable when I had to be the uh, second banana to you. A Mothman. Uh, uh, to see the Mothman prophecies. Yeah, that was pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. Nothing. No. All right, I shared my shit story. All right, guys? Why don't you yeah. go have some new shit happening? Listen, his, his awkward movie story got caught on the chain link fence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we do? We got another one here? Yeah, I think that's you. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Oh, perfect. Gall- the Gallagher. The Gallagher gig. Hey, guys. Get my beer here. I've listened to almost every episode and have noticed that there have been a lot of references to comedic icon Gallagher. Well, I have a Gallagher story. I work at a venue and about a year ago, a year ago, by the way. Yeah, dude, he's still touring. I, I will say, I will say, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, related to 2019, when we played the Hollywood Improv, one of the guys that were excellent wo- venue, one of the people that were working the club said that they had booked Gallagher. But he dropped out at the last second, and they booked Gallagher too in his place, and nobody noticed. And really, it sounded like that. And he said it was great. It was a great time. Wow! I will say all of the stories that we tell on this show about celebrities and people in the, in in pop culture are all allegedly. Yeah, that was exactly. allegedly yeah. people having a good time at a Gallagher. Show. <laughs> I, also, no, I, mean, I also allegedly heard about uh, Dennis Quaid and his. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was I was gonna I was gonna I was, I was gonna couch that by saying someone in in insurance commercials, yeah, uh, doing um, some fucking yeah. some, some nose guy, candy, some guy named Dennis Quaid, someone in the Allegedly. Dennis Quaid band did cocaine. But I can say with full confidence yeah. that that time I sold a candy bar to Gene Shalit, <laughs> yes, that actually happened. It went right up his nose. And the time that uh, Oliver Stone was really drunk and fell off a couch, I I'm, saw that happen. I, I believed that uh, Dennis Quaid story even more when I saw The Intruder. I was like, he has to be. Oh yeah, okay. you've yeah. got to be just blowing. And rails. that is, uh, we heard that from a venue staff, by the way. Alleg- uh, well, allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly, it's on to the, it's on them. Maybe Gallagher too sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had the privilege of Gallagher doing a couple of shows. For some reason, everyone was super excited, and all three shows sold out. How many of those tickets do you think were ironic purchases? Uh, I'm just curious what 90. part of the country this is. That's a great question. I think these are 50-year-olds. Yeah. Remember the good old days. Doesn't sign it with the location. All right. Well, let's uh, see if we can crack it it somehow. Anyway, the Gallagher weekend comes, and I get to meet him. He talks, and after five minutes, I think, wow, Gallagher is a huge prick. (laughs) He was talking about how he loves Trump. He doesn't care about children in cages, etc. I try to stay open-minded and think he's an old racist fuck. At least he'll put on a persona and entertain our patrons. That's what I do. <laughs> nope. He was a prick to the fans. He screamed at a lady when she asked for an autograph on her shirt saying, "You stupid bitch, can't you see I already signed the shirts?" He said this in front of a crowd at his merch table. <laughs> what an ass. The show, <laughs> the show comes to an 
The show comes and it's kind of disappointing. Gallagher actually can't raise his hammer uh, anymore. Oh, good. Dude, somebody needs to make a Gallagher movie mm. that's like The Wrestler. Yes. Where oh, it's absolutely. just like him on the road. He, I just can't do it anymore. But he does one last sledgehammer swing and it kills him. <laughs> he yes. puts Both. little razor blades in the watermelon. <laughs> Both figurative and literally, he can't raise his hammer anymore. I'm yeah. working at a deli getting yelled at by Todd Barry. This stinks. <laughs> what, is, what is that hammer called? Melajor? What is the... F- oh, Mjolnir. There in, it is. Uh, in uh, Thor lore. Thor lore. Thor lore. I think lore. Gallagher is uh, from Asgard. <laughs> well, he's from, from the Thor he's, lore. He's from Asgard, dude. <laughs> it's a fucking totally different place. Stop stealing my bitch! Yeah! This is Asgard, and it's a fucking like catcher's bit you put over your butthole. <laughs> or I guess a catcher's face mask. Yeah. You, that's you figure it, it out. Either that's, way it works. That's the thing. Everybody thinks, oh, that's Gallagher. He just does the watermelon. He ends with the watermelon. The rest is really bad carrot top esque prop comedy. Yes. Absolutely. Actually, Asgard you know is definitely. Asgard, <laughs> but it's like a giant uh, cod piece or like a jock strap, right? Like a butt jock. Strap. I saw butt some. Hey, he's going to use his Asgard San Quentin Gallagher. <laughs> there was some Gallagher special where or he, he was on like prison, a TV show or something. <laughs> He was fucking like doing some bit and he was like, oh, look, these are how the Mexicans are getting over the border. And he was he had like a catapult. Jesus, dude, it was terrible. Gallagher is an old, racist, homophobic, Islamophobic piece of fucking donkey shit. (laughs) How about venues stop booking You can't. Don't you raise any more hammers. (laughs) My hammer is just fine. Ladies and gentlemen, poet laureate (laughs) Gallagher. Oh, man. I heard Gallagher was very loyal to me. Gallagher was always loyal. <laughs> Welcome to Saturday Night Live. Stick around. We got a great show. Gallagher's here. <laughs> and yes, he is singing with the musical guest, Gallagher. <laughs> oh, fuck this guy. Uh, all right, let's see. Can't raise his hammer anymore. He has some heart issues and maybe does it once during a set, but usually asks for help from audience members. At the end of each set, he goes on a diatribe about how great Trump is, which alienates our crowd. He also trashed the venue and put (laughs) SpaghettiOs on our ceiling. He also vomited into our... Wait, hang on. He also vomited into our trash can because he was pretty high at one point. (laughs) I guess my question is, who is the worst celebrity you've ever met? I Uh, cannot... Oh, it's what's this gentleman? Love the show. Uh, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, that was Josh. What a fucking tale. Josh. What a beautiful picture. What a, what a I great, did too much fent. <laughs> what a great alleged fent. tale. Mm-hmm. And everything we have said today has been alleged. Allegedly, Gallagher <laughs> will be appointed to my cabinet. He's loyal. Wait, wait, wait. He doesn't do the watermelon anymore? <laughs> Get him out of here. I'm fucking done with him. You know, watermelon guy, you were about to be my new secretary of agriculture. He's a Gallagher suck watermelon guy. <laughs> He's a loser. Poet laureate Dennis Leary is here. Oh, thank you, everybody. I know Ooh. we screwed up the first one. Speaking of asshole, what was that song? Oh, asshole. Oh, oh. Asshole song. So uh, assholes, celebrity assholes. Uh, Edward Norton was kind of a dickhead. I saw him be like mean to like kids that just wanted a Fight Club autograph. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Well, according to Andrew's own eyes, but <laughs> yeah, no, I saw him be a dick no, to kids. 
<laughs> did you uh, kick any of them? No, he, uh, he was just bad. very like, I'm here to talk about the painted veil. And I was like, nobody likes this movie, dude. It fucking sucks. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. But it's about boring stuff. They you love that. Celebrities. <laughs> like someone on the street, maybe, that you had to run in with? Hmm. I don't know. No, it's no. just tough. I mean, you know, it's. I, I feel like the Gallagher story was enough. <laughs> <laughs> pretty nuclear. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, how are we going to top that? Yeah, that's yeah true. I don't know. It was pretty fucking great, to be honest. Uh, it's no surprise that that guy's a piece of shit, though. Well, let's just move right along. We got some more the, here. The uh, last Steve Sadak. Or the second to last one. We okay. got two here. So, Steve Sadak, go ahead. Harrison fucking Ford. Asshole? And we're going to find oh, out. Oh, that's the subject line. No, I bet he's fucking great. I know. Oh, I, I, my beautiful. favorite thing about Harrison Ford was how he came out and he's like, he, no, he didn't. He didn't know what what kind of a ghost he was in Star Wars, and he didn't fucking care. Absolutely, I think that's the exact quote, which I love. <laughs> I don't fucking care. It's amazing. I just I right before we recorded this, I saw Call of the Wild, and he's shirtless in that thing, and he's still fucking beautiful. That's awesome. It's nuts. But they're putting like people in fucking CGI dog shit. You like think is it's that, CGI? I mean, I don't. I mean, I didn't see the movie, man. I, I texted know. my wife right afterwards that that Harrison Ford was shirtless and looked fucking great, and she was like, "Was that CGI?" <laughs> just like the dog. And you know what? Just saying. I don't think so. I think he's getting into shape. For I the, bet. I bet he's Indiana looking all right. Yeah. I, uh, I loved working with J.J. Uh, Abrams on uh, American Graffiti: A Rise of the Drag Race. <laughs> uh, I thought it was fantastic. He was such a good guy. I don't know why he told me to take off the hat. I thought the hat was the whole thing. You know, but. honestly, RuPaul deserves an Oscar nomination for that supporting role. <laughs> true. Dear WHM, I've there been we go. sitting on this story for a few years. What took you so long? About the one and only Harrison Ford and figured with the new Star Wars movie out, I would finally share it. Sweet. I had picked up my girlfriend at the Burbank Airport. Oh, girlfriend, very nice. Um, at the Burbank Airport. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Burbank Airport, very nice. Oh, we, better, better, than, better than LAX. Absolutely. Am I, am I right, fellas? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we live in Hollywood. Oh, oh. shit. Fuck, <laughs> dude, this is getting legit now. Uh, we live in Hollywood, and she often has to fly from New York for business. Uh, there used to be a... <laughs> so, someone makes more money than me. <laughs> there used to be a big Toys R Us a few miles from the airport. And on this particular day, uh, we had a lunch date. <laughs> All right, this no, is... it's a Toys R Us by the airport. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny in my head. <laughs> lunch date, man, at Toys R Us. They have a yeah, nice that's cafe a good question. There. Do they? Isn't no, like they had a lunch date and then went to walk around the store. To oh, we 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 uh, ate Legos. <laughs> I know you guys are health nuts in California. Jeffrey's Cafe, dude. It's all just <laughs> fucking fake giraffe meat. <laughs> Holly weird. Am I right, folks? After, uh, so they, they went to Toys R Us just to hang out after lunch. Sure. Uh, after, b- before, by the way, Amazon choked Toys R Us to death. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? That's fine. All right. They're dead, right? They're yeah. dead. And I'm fine with that, except I'm bummed that all of those workers got fucked out of their pensions. Yes. I just like to be able to, like, I, you know, I got a bunch of nephews. I used to just go to Toys R Us and just walk the aisles, but I'll get this for that one. That's it's for nice this to one. see shit it's instead nice to, like, of fucking searching now. random shit. Now, now I'm Jeff Bezos and I strangled Jeffrey the giraffe <laughs> in front of children. I did it. I killed him. I took his head off. See, if he did that, at least you would earn something. At least you would break a fucking sweat. 
after a bit, we head to the Lego aisle and found none other than Harrison Ford standing there all alone. Guess where you won't fucking find Harrison Ford? On Amazon.com. Mm. <laughs> You're or, not going to be on your computer. No, and be like, oh, wow. Harrison Ford's right next to me. Alexa, eat my ass. <laughs> Is that the new girl, Alexa? Is she around here? Blade? Alexa, call my weed guy. Bla- yeah, totally. Blade Runner 2069. Uh, <laughs> I found out that Harrison Ford's standing there all alone. He was wearing glasses and start staring intently at the hu- at a huge Lego set. Earring or no earring? That's right back. I don't know, but if he's... Uh, is it glasses, do you think, or sunglasses? Ooh, I think it's glasses. Either way, he's stone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's an old man. He's yeah. an older man. He's yeah. an old man. I work in the industry as a writer. Nice. And, and, and Why don't you give the, us a leg up? <laughs> to have the luxury uh, of no one outside of it knowing who the hell I am unless I'm doing a convention and stand next to a sign that explains who I am oh, and what do I do. conventions. Sounds uh, like you can help us. <laughs> I know other people. I don't know, man. You spent the start of this email making fun of this dude. So. <laughs> I'm trying to win him back. Uh, I know other people don't have it uh, have, have it that good, and usually uh, leave least less fa- leave famous people alone uh, outside outside of work. After a couple of minutes, we had walked through the, most of the aisle, and I found myself standing just a few feet away from him mm-hmm. while he looked at Legos. Mm-hmm. He glanced up. I nodded politely and couldn't help it. I gestured toward the set of Star Wars oh, and Indiana no. Jones Legos and and said, hey, you're in a couple of those. Oh, That's no. pretty good, actually. It's, I wouldn't I don't have thought know. of that. It's not bad, I have to say. it's. I thought it was going to be like a. I pointed towards those and said I loved those movies. You're in a no, couple no. of these. What you gotta That's do fucking is baller. Go, you know, it'd be cool if they had some fucking Sabrina Legos or whatever. What is that movie he was he in? Was, the, it was remake Sabrina, of the remake Billy of Sabrina. Wilder's Sabrina. Yeah. Hey, why don't they have any Sabrina sets? There? <laughs> hey, do they have any uh, Greg Kinnear uh, action figures around here? Uh, hey, Harrison, isn't it crazy? I mean, you got Indiana Jones, you got Star Wars. Where the fuck's the Witness Lego set? <laughs> yeah, thank you. A whole barn raising? Awesome. So the Sabrina playset comes with two different hair pieces for a Julia Armand. One when she's nerdy, you see, and then the other one she turns into sexy Sabrina. I'm actually a, a rare one in the uh, conversation uh, set. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Out of print, it turns out. Great movie. And also Witness is also a great movie. Uh, Sabrina's pretty good. It's fine. Like the, right. well, the original. I mean, what yeah, the fuck do you mean? Uh, yeah. uh, so, so he said, hey, you're in a couple of these. He then turned very slowly, looked down at me, and then grumbled, yeah, if that meant anything, I wouldn't have to pay 300, 300 bucks for a box of fucking plastic. That means the following. Yep. Harrison Ford tried to get some hookup on whatever <laughs> Lego set he needed. Was denied and was angry that he had to go to his store to get <laughs> it. Uh, Alexa, King of Lego, <laughs> call please. I gotta say, call. Yeah, call please. <laughs> he then uh, tucked the box of Legos under his arm and turned around and walked out of my life forever. <laughs> so, what three hundred dollars set of Legos? What is he buying? The Millennium Falcon? Probably. Some Probably. of those things get expensive. Oh, I know. Balls, dude. But I it bet has to it be was. a bigger one. Yeah. Uh, it was everything I could have wanted. Um, I have spoken. Jason from Los Angeles. Love the way Jason mm. ends this email. Thank you, Jason, and consider helping us. I don't know how. <laughs> Listen, this guy's got all the. This guy's hanging out with Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, Harrison's jealous at this point. This guy's yeah. going on lunch dates, hanging out at toy stores with Harrison Ford. I, I would have had a better line. <laughs> 
That's not a, such a good line. That's I would have had a good line. Yeah, I would have said, hey, how about Sabrina? How about it's Sabrina? a good, like, we're all in this together kind of a <laughs> totally. thing. Yeah, I think uh, you could have written something better, Jason. Because I would have been like, ha, you're in some of these. Do you want to go hang out for about an hour and a half? <laughs> oh, Please. Do you see the uh, car there from Random Hearts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the uh, bathtub playset from What Lies Beneath. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, we got one more uh, here. Who wants woo. it? Uh, An alleged story about Roger Cumble. Of course, Ooh. the writer-director of... Right. I, I wanted to say Richard Kimball right after that Harrison <laughs> Ford. Oh, dude, a fugitive Lego playset would rule the fucking school. It, it would, would be so be. expensive, though, dude, because you have to have the huge fucking damn thing. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the playset you're But think about with. all the four 36-year-olds that would buy it. I, no, I don't know. If you, if you did the big convention center at the end with the big uh, whatever the fuck <laughs> biomed tech is going on oh, in the background. The medical convention. Yeah, dude, the yes. medical convention playset. And there's a button on the back of uh, Kimball, and you press He says, so you can have... Provasic. <laughs> you switch the samples. And just think about the one-armed, you know, guy. You can yes. take his fake arm off. No, you can make any Lego man a one-armed man. Well, how do I you get the desperation that's in that actor that plays the drug addict son? Oh, I love that. that selling pornography Fuck, or whatever. Yeah. I think it's drugs. You yeah, just draw right. little like purple lines on. Got it. Got it. Got it. Where are you taking him? Where are you taking him? <laughs> oh my, my boy. Where are you taking him? The poor Polish woman. She He's had so- no idea what was going on in the basement. But Richard Kimball was relieved that day. Yeah. Listening to the Cruel Intentions episode inspired me to write in with a story of my time working with Roger Cumble, the director oh. of Cruel Intentions. Now we have ourselves a fucking email. <laughs> he couldn't hold the hammer up anymore. No. <laughs> he Heart was, troubles. He was directing a TV show, and I was staffed on, well, why don't you help us, industry people? And was most fr- uh, most friendly and unassu- unassuming director I've ever worked with. However, he was also very friendly with my pregnant coworker. That's his kick, and you got to respect it. Might uh, also be his kink. And always, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Did he kick it? <laughs> no, no, no. And he would always kick yet, her stump. No, talk to her about giving birth on his last day he pulled out his cell phone and showed everyone with an eye and earshot a video of one of his kids being born no freak thank you. freak man no freak. thank you you're fucking not only you have that on the ready yeah Listen, that means that's fucking bathroom shit ladies He's going and at it in there bathroom shit. ladies and gentlemen <laughs> we need to get legislation passed, to get the cameras out of the delivery room. Nobody needs to know how you were born. It's fine. No. It's my own business. No. It's just we got the, the dumbest mir- thing. The miracle of birth video exists. The miracle of All life. We if need. you survive yeah, that's that, it. you shouldn't have to go through anything else. <laughs> that's like a... It's not a snuff film. It's like the start of one. Well, it's a reverse Excuse stuff me? film. Thank actually. you. Yes, it's an that's exactly. Oh, what it's you're a... looking for is the reverse snuff film <laughs> section. Oh, you want the... Uh, Funts film, what? whatever snuff is oh, backwards. I got you. Yeah, it's funs. Funs movie. Oh god, <laughs> that sounds even worse. All right, the so funt. Yes, it does. <laughs> I I saw enough to know that he was giving a very detailed show. Have you? 
Have any of you had any? By the way, allegedly, this guy. This guy says he works in the industry. He's probably a liar, yes. just like the this last person guy. Just was like, oh, Roger Cumble. I got a story for him <laughs> that I invented. Maybe. See, this is I love Eric's strategy: insult the person, <laughs> then bitterly ask for a Lego, it's and then cla- call them a liar. First of all, it's classic nagging. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, the VH1 show, the pickup artist with Miss. Mysteria, mis- mystery would tell you <laughs> look, as such. Uh, look for uh, Eric's new book, uh, Do They Screen? I-, I hope they screen Star Wars in Hell. <laughs> <laughs> From what I've seen online, they definitely do. Uh-huh. Have any of you had any interactions at work that made your screen- skin crawl? Uh, keep up the good work. Proud Patreon supporter, unsigned. Well, thank you, unsigned, for the email. Uh, okay, so... Interactions at work that made your skin crawl. Uh, Every day of my life. How long you got? Yeah. Uh, One of my, the first CEO at a company that I ever worked at was was a smaller book publishing company. And this guy, and we did not publish poetry. I just want to be very clear about that. Did not publish poetry. Did not publish poetry. Uh Yet, Mm -hmm. quarterly, he would have a, a... a, 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 a company-wide meeting. He'd get 300 people into a conference room, <coughs> and he would read poetry to them at the beginning. His was own? this optional? No, no, it was mandatory. Dude. Oh, you're, you got to quit. Yeah. <laughs> well, you I did quit eventually. Immediate, I mean, immediately. I once Wait had, a second, though. Poetry that he wrote or just, like, famous poetry? Famous poetry, but he would oh, do it with, like, ooh, meaning ooh. Yeah. and, like... Panache? Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. need that. No, I, I need my workplace to be panache-free. I'm like, you know what? You want to just start off with a quote from some great man before you tell us how our company's failing? That's fine. <laughs> uh-huh. But I don't need to fucking hear all about the wheelbarrow for fucking 20 minutes. Fair enough. <sighs> I've got tons of these. But one that I really disliked was I had a Canadian boss at a online film distributor, which is now part of Gunpowder and Sky. Oh. And she demanded everyone watch one of the royal weddings. What? What? Stop what you're doing. Get in the conference room. This is mandatory. So this must have been William and Kate. Yeah, I guess so. Didn't care for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I was forced to, uh, like, it was the manager would come up. Uh, it was just a small company, and like whenever there was a birthday party, you were forced to go to the birthday. Oh yeah, <sighs> the, I, I worked now, at corporate offices. I've had so much fucking cake. <laughs> this is a cake story. So I get there, and I'm like, I, I'm okay. I don't need cake. And then she's like, Come on, you should have some cake. And I'm like, I'm I'm really okay. She circles around, comes back, and she's like, You don't have any cake. You can't and, not have cake. You know what they're you don't know what they're putting in there either. People that people that bring cake from home do. Lord Almighty. This was a like a price chopper Sea Town grade cake. No, this, I don't, no uh, this is yeah. no great cake. Grocery uh, stores. Grocery I would store. I would prefer that than whatever homemade whatever they're feeding me. Yeah, but, I need to see the entomans being yes. torn open. <laughs> Thank you know you. what I mean? So finally I take a slice of this fucking cake. Sure. You're poisoned immediately. And I'm just looking down and I'm just like kind of like hitting it with my fork, not really doing anything <laughs> with it. And then I just look up, and she's staring directly at me. Fuck, you better eat this cake, (laughs) Ombre. Oh, shit. Swallow. (laughs) And I just walk away. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess my skin's kind of crawling for various reasons every ding-dong day, man. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of, like, baking stuff, but I will admit to eating a lot of that. That's, you know, fine. Oh, sure. 
I guess uh, you know. I mean, the problem is you have only worked at one company and you don't want to burn any bridges right now. Yeah. I that's, that's the move. True. Is you, I well, have that's stuff from my current company that would turn your hair white. Well, I'm trying to think of shit you know from like back in the day and whatnot. I mean, yeah. like the shit we saw at the multiplex would turn oh, sure. your hair. Yeah, fucking that was not white. great. You know, I mean, if you saw how these places operated, man, talk about not wanting to know how the sausage is uh, made. I don't order popcorn in the movie theater, and it was all because of that. <laughs> People were jizzing in it, huh? <laughs> wasn't that peeing? Poop, poop. Let's just say talking poop, about poop, it. Poop, you, popcorn. You want to see? You want to see your popcorn coming right out of the pot? Because you're just talking about it's old, old as fuck. I don't care about and old popcorn. That you shit, should. That, that shit will, oh, you should. What are you doing to it, though? You will be. <laughs> <laughs> but because I feel like popcorn, like cockroaches, could survive a nuclear attack. Yeah, I mean popcorn, but it's just... been sitting in a garbage bag overnight on the floor. Yeah. But what am I? I'm a garbage bag that's going to be on the floor later. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's better than the fucking cake. <laughs> Um, I, don't I don't go in for a lot of cake. I'm not a cake part. It's got to be like a really good fucking cake. You know what? Like How about cake. some birthday pie? And suddenly I'm at the party. Oh yeah, you can, keep, <laughs> you can keep pie, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm a cake person. I'm a cake man, dude. Cut, cut his mic. If I didn't like cut, Steve cut, so cut much, that would make me hate Steve. <laughs> I hate pie. Love cake. You hate pie. Hate pie. Every hate kind. Pie. I just don't eat pie. I do not eat pie. ever. Was there a thing that happened? Have you Did ever a pie touch you? Hold on a second. Did you have you had pie like at five and you never had it since? Yes. Oh, so you, you might love it now. No, no, I, I mean I've tried pies. I just don't like the whole thing. It's just like it. cross of iron. <laughs> exactly. You need cross of iron and some apple pie. Did you fuck a pie? No, I did not fuck a pie. Dude, oh, he fucking I'm... totally saw American Pie and then that, burned that, his that, dick. Is that, what, is that what it is? No, I is that, I, that's I, what it I is? had a pie and it went up against a chain link fence. You see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you told your mother. And she was very, she was understanding. That is the We Hate Movies mailbag for the month of February, or depending upon how fast I can edit this, early March. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for submitting your letters, of course. And like we always say, right into that mailbag, gang. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Yeah. The new schedule for the mailbags is as followed. If we don't have some killer fucking letters, we're just going to wait till we can accumulate to make a decent show for y'all. Exactly. This is so, a nice one. This is a nice yeah. catch this up. This was great. There's a bunch of robust letters. Mm -hmm. And I think we we maybe got some more that we didn't include here. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just remember, we all hit movies at gmail.com. We had some people here saying that they were like, I was sitting on the story for a while. Don't sit, baby. Get uh, those you know fingers what? tip tap typing. And if you think yours was so great, <laughs> which it might be. Send it again because because yes, sometimes is okay. sometimes we miss stuff honestly because some people and if, in and this room yeah. who have access to that Gmail account are not great about archiving sure. so eventually we lose emails and if we if you send it like three or four <laughs> times and we're still not doing it take a hint yeah have some <laughs> new honestly, shit happen to you send, but honestly send st send stuff again because sometimes stuff does slip through the cracks absolutely uh, so with that said thank you for submitting all your letters we had a lot of fun here this evening uh, until next time I'm Andrew Jupin Steven Sadak Eric Siska Chris Gavin take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. 
This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.